What the fuck? What if, what if the media and the film industry is making all of our kids bisexual? The Pope probably is like fucking Kiss with their track record of woman, but with children. Now Canada has this horrible image. We're trying to fix things. I mean, Tim Hortons just came out with a fucking orange donut, people. <laughs> What's up, people? It's that time again. It's the Some Dumb Gaijin Podcast with your Some Dumb Gaijin, this guy, JJ. Let's go. All right, so a lot has been happening in the news. God damn, where do we start? I think we should start with John Cena. You know what? I think that's a good idea. Well, basically, as everybody knows by now, and I'm super slow to report on this, John Cena, or should I say John China? What a fucking horrible pun. <laughs> John Cena went out and just apologized on completely fluent Mandarin Chinese and just bent over, lubed himself up, and just let China have their way with him. Because John Cena said that Taiwan is going to be the first country to get Fast and Furious 5. And basically he said that Taiwan is a country, which it is. But in China's mind, that's China, just like how Hong Kong was China. And actually, Hong Kong was China. And to be technical, so is Taiwan. So China's not completely wrong here. But with Hong Kong's independence and they built a new culture, Hong Kong became something of itself, we would say. I mean, a lot of the people I know that lived in Hong Kong, basically they're like, it's China, but it isn't. And uh, because it's under... I guess you would say the UK's rule, basically China or Hong Kong, sorry, Hong Kong developed its own culture and became a little bit more England than it was China. So, I mean, who knows now that China has it back? Maybe they're just fucking marching people in and it's just another China again. <laughs> but Taiwan now has been separated as well and developed its own culture and its own people. And I've met people from Taiwan and they're very different. They are their own country, but they were previously part of China and China wants them back. And John Cena didn't know that. So what disturbs me the most about this is one, how the fuck does a muscle bound jock dumbass like John Cena learn fluent Mandarin Chinese? And two, why the fuck did he do that? Like is, is just, China so important to the media industry that every actor now, as a requirement, has to learn Mandarin Chinese? I don't know, but when I watched that, I was just kind of like, God damn, John Cena, you're, I don't know, you're not even like a human being anymore. You're kind of a human actor, guinea pig, fucking communist piece of shit. Now, I know that's pretty harsh, and that was just my first thought. Because as someone else brought up, maybe John Cena was forced to do it by whoever the production company was. Maybe John Cena did it for the whole cast and everyone because, you know, if they don't, they're going to lose a bunch of money. And I mean, even the camera crew and the light crew need their fucking paycheck, right? Who knows? But you can't deny that it's pretty fucking weird. Or did he just, you know, study that script like a... 20 lines of Chinese and that's it? Or is he actually studying Chinese? Like, it's crazy. Does he do it for a hobby or is he just doing it so he can lube it up more and take it more? Just a couple inches deeper. I don't know, man, but it's weird as fuck. 
And even the entertainment industry now, like a lot of comedians are talking about how basically because of the woke culture and because of all this bullshit that the last comedy we had was The Hangover. Like The Hangover was like the last good comedy. And basically, I think that was in 2003, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but basically a long ass fucking time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But anyway, so if that's the last good comedy we've had, that's a huge gap with no good comedies. And then if you think of Adam Sandler and all the shit he was pumping out in the 90s, goddamn, and Chris Farley and all those people building up great comedies, just thousands of fucking comedies, we had, like, at least three good, epic, memorable comedies per year in the 90s. And now the 2000s were fucked. And now with woke culture, we're even more fucked. Because even... It's always sunny in Philadelphia is getting censored and you can't even fucking find half the episodes on Netflix anymore because I guess they did back blackface and I mean, uh, let's not get into that. But China is editing the media so much that I remember hearing that Skyfall, the 007 film, had Chinese people die in it and China's like, no, you have to edit them out. We can't have any Chinese people die in a film. Only whites and blacks and Japanese. It's like, fuck off, China. Really? I mean, it's not even real deaths. It's a fucking movie. But your pride is that high? It's like China is probably the representation of the guy at jiu-jitsu that doesn't want to tap and will just let his arm break. I mean, that's a really good reference if you guys know jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck. And then not only that, but supposedly China is editing settings, they're editing plots, they're editing casting now. Like, they control the whole fucking Hollywood. There's no independence. There's no fucking, like, originality. Like, anyone that writes a script is going to have their script written and rewrote and fucking mutilated as shit. So why do, like, writers even want to write anymore for Hollywood? And a great example of that, going completely off topic, is Wes Craven. Now, Wes Craven created a, uh, the a Nightmare on Elm Street series. Now, I was watching part one and fucking masterpiece. Just, if you love horror films, A Nightmare on Elm Street is, like, just the best. Now, part three was also a lot to do with Wes Craven. But when you research it, you find out that the script that he wrote, the studio didn't even take. They stole so much of it, but then they created their own storyline and uh, basically cut out all of Wes Craven's originality and genius ideas and just plagiarized some of the good shit that he had. But basically, Wes Craven got fucked and he's the creator of it. And he created the whole script for the third one and blah, 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 blah. And he got fucked. Now, it's becoming worse in Hollywood now because uh, we have movies like King Kong, right? King Kong Skull Island, I believe it was. I was watching this film and there was uh, one Chinese actress in it. I was like, man, she's not really saying much in the whole film. And then I think she had a, a scene making out with a black guy. And then I think she said three lines. Now, in movie... How to say movie etiquette? No, movie rules. If it's a horror movie or an action movie or whatever, that bitch is gonna die because she's useless, right? But this bitch or this uh, actress was a famous Chinese actress placed into King Kong Skull Island just simply for the fact to bend over and appease China. And she didn't die at the, the end, lo and behold. She lasted the whole fucking movie without being eaten by Kong. She just made out and said a couple lines. Like, 
mm, that deserves uh, her to survive over who the fuck died. That was really cool. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, let's throw Samuel L. Jackson under the bus and leave this bitch. That's his like three lines. Fuck that. And it's just getting so retarded that I mean, any actor, any true actor that wants to be in masterpieces of movie movies are just not gonna go to Hollywood and want to make movies. And that's where I thought Netflix was where it was at. But then I watched Netflix and now Netflix fucking edits all its TV shows and movies and anything every... <laughs> See, like that's how fucked up it's got me. But basically I was watching American Psycho and it was that famous scene where he's making the porno and he's just like, hey, turn over there so you're staring into her asshole. And it edited asshole. Like, it couldn't say asshole. It had to say, look into her ass. Like, that's such a big difference since, you know, like, needed to be edited. And now it's kind of like, fuck Netflix, too. And it's just, I can't believe all this shit that's going on in the media. And then it's all being written and all creativity and all just shit is just getting ripped apart. But John Cena really personified that in his Mandarin speech to the Republic of China. The People's Republic of China? I don't even know. If it's the People's Republic of China, you know the People's Champ, The Rock, is gonna be fucking all China all day. But anyways, it's dumb shit. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully Hollywood smartens up, or hopefully we can just smooth away with it. And speaking of Hollywood and film, just the other day I was watching The Predator, um, great movie starting out and quickly turned to a cesspool of shit flying out of uh, King Kong's ass. But uh, one thing I noticed now in The Predator a lot, in a lot of movies, was the use of pink and blue lighting. Now, I can understand the pink and blue lighting if it's like a sci-fi like The Predator or Blade Runner or somewhere that wants that like 80s pop lighting. But... A lot of films are now using it to represent bisexual or the LGBT. And that is why the title of that lighting is now being referred to by people as... Oh, wait, what was it now? <laughs> Holy shit, I'm forgetting already. Ah, bisexual lighting. Yes, the colors pink and blue when you see in a movie is now called or now termed bisexual lighting. Because the pink represents a girl and the blue represents a boy. Put it together, you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. So now this use of bisexual lighting is now being used in music videos, te television, movies, and it just represents bisexuality, I guess. So when I'm watching The Predator, it's shining on the little kid, making his gender, I guess, ambiguous. But it's also shining in the lab, it's shining in the spaceship, it's shining every fucking where through the movie. Now, I love pink and blue. Hell, I have a pair of sunglasses that are pink and blue. So, I mean, I represent bisexuals, I guess. But more so, I just like the fucking colors. I like the rainbow. I can like the rainbow without being gay, I think. Now, it's ambiguous in our culture, but my point is... Pink and blue is a good combo combination of colors. It looks great on screen. I get all that. But it's being used so much in the media that it's almost like fan service in a way. Like, it's just being used way too much that it is wrecking films because 
I mean, that's all you see is this abnormal color pattern being thrown in your face. I mean, if we have red in a horror film or something, it makes sense. And if we have like a bright white light in an angelic drama or something, it makes sense. But this use of pink and blue in every fucking scene in every fucking genre and then referring it to bisexual lighting is kind of like, is this a woke thing? Like, what are they trying to fucking do? I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Because to me, it's just fucking kind of weird. And when I was talking to it about my friend the other, with my friend the other day, I kind of vaguely mentioned it and he was just like, oh my God, yeah, that's fucking weird. What the fuck is that? And so my buddy is kind of like a real conspiracy nut. So I had to play on this more. I was like, dude, I know, right? Because then you have pink and blue and it represents bisexuality. Maybe it's turning the fucking kids gay. Kind of like an Alex Jones thing, right? The frogs are turning gay. And I was just fucking joking. And my buddy was like, dude, you're right. What the fuck? What if, what if the media and the film industry is making all of our kids bisexual? And that explains the jump. And that explains woke culture. And I was like, yeah, dude, you should do something. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Oh, when it comes to conspiracy theories, man, people are way too gullible, believing. I don't know. I mean, another buddy, too, he thought that uh, the TikTok that was going famous about getting your vaccine and then it turning into uh, a magnetic or something, like people were putting fridge magnets on, magnets on their arms and it was sticking. But it's like, oh my God, I'm never getting the vaccine. I mean, if, if I get the vaccine, I'll put a magnet on right away and then I'll know like the nanobots are in me and the nanobots are controlling me and turning me gay and then I'm going to fucking start making out with frogs. And it's like, dude, you're right. <laughs> and just egg them on on that shit. Make it just so fucking, ugh. I just hope that I don't make my friend go out and do a bunch of school shootings or some shit. <laughs> Anyways, it's just fucked. And speaking of fucked, recently in the news, and because I'm Canadian, I just want to say my bit on it, whether it means two pieces of shit or whatever. But then again, fuck, my opinion rocks. On uh, Canada and the 215 children that were found, which is really fucked up, actually. And um, at first I was like, oh, great. So now we're digging up uh, fucking Twitter and we're finding shit on people to cancel them. And now we're just fucking digging and canceling countries for what the shit we find up. But, uh, yeah, Canada kind of dug themselves a hole. But even more so than that shit, like, Trump, or if Trudeau fucking apologizes, does it really mean anything? I mean, he didn't do shit. You should be going after the prime ministers before that. And then even more so, shouldn't we be headhunting the Pope and the Catholic Church? I mean, how many times have we heard about the fucking young choir boys getting raped up the butt? I mean, sure, they weren't killed and buried like the Indians, but you gotta, you gotta think those two are somehow connected, don't you? I mean, it was a Catholic church where these 215 children bodies were found, just like two cities over from where I live. And all I see in the news is fucking Canada this. Canada has to come up and admit that they're wrong, which it should. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not fucking defending the child murderous Canada bullshit that happened. But more so, 
Where's all this shit on the Pope and the Catholic Church? Because, I mean, you know they're the ones to blame for that and then more. And then, I don't know, if you do an autopsy, you might find some fucking Catholic DNA bullshit that just makes it ugh, fucked up. Like, you think about all that bad shit and you're like, who the fuck would do something like that? And it's true. It's the Catholic Church and the Pope. And if you think the Catholic Church did all this shit to 215 kids, the Pope probably is like fucking kiss with their track record of women, but with children. I mean, the Pope probably... If Genghis Khan left all of Asia with 1% of his DNA, I bet you that all children along the lifeline of the Popes have at least like 1% of their DNA and all Catholics or something. Yeah, all Catholics have like 1% Pope DNA in their blood. Oh, that's not funny. That's pretty fucked up. It's kind of funny. But the point being, now Canada has this horrible image. We're trying to fix things. I mean, Tim Hortons just came out with a fucking orange donut to fix things, people. And if you don't like the orange donut and you don't understand Tim Horton trying, you just, just don't get it. And fucking with all this bullshit, now we're, we're kind of getting a stronger nation because now we're shutting down that bullshit. But just everything everyone is doing is kind of fucking half-assed, I feel. And even more so, fuck this, fuck Canada. We should be headhunting the Catholic Church, stomp them into the ground, revolutionize the world and just say, you know what? We're all atheists now. Let's just, let's just bury the hatchet and admit that if there is a God, it's not in the churches because the churches are in the children. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, when I heard this shit, all I could just say was fuck the world. Seriously, you know, as a comedian, I love to make fun of the world and make fun of all the bullshit in it. But the more I make fun of it, the more I realize, like, that's all we can do. Because the world is so fucking fucked. I mean, 215 children is just the icing on the cake. I mean, two months ago, there was a big pedophile ring found in fucking... Where was it again? Probably the U.S., and it's in no news whatsoever. And then you just got to think, like, where are our heads really at? Like, black lives matter, Asian lives matter, but uh, child pedophile rings, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't really, you know, we can put that later, you know, they grew up, they're fine. No. Fucking children's lives should be first, and then as we're doing that, everything should fucking matter. But we're blind to the media and following this shit, and it's just like, where the fuck is George Carlin? Where the fuck is all the comedians shouting this shit out? And you know what it is? It's because everyone wants a fucking TV show or to get on Comedy Central. And, uh, hell, I do too, but I'm not going to shut my fucking mouth and stop caring about my fellow human beings over it. Um, I'm like uh, Bill Burr ranting, in case you know. I'm not doing the Andrew Schultz and having everything written out, which is probably better. But shooting through the heart. And uh, 
yeah, I'm just fucking so pissed off with everything right now. I want to get on the stage, start doing comedy again, have everyone just pissed off at me, but then just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to spout the truth and you're just going to have to take it, realize it and uh, do something with your life rather than being keyboard warriors. You know what I mean? Anyways, guys, um, I'm just going to make these podcasts a little bit shorter because, you know, I don't know. I don't have anyone to bounce shit off of until I get to Vancouver, which is coming soon. This, all this shit's going to be gone. I'm going to be in Vancouver. I'm going to be doing every fucking open mic. I'm going to be doing every fucking set I can. I'm going to find my comedy soulmate and create an amazing podcast. Or maybe he's another some dumb gaijin. We just do it all fucking here. But in any case... Shit is changing, JJ is climbing, and um, Canada and the whole world is falling apart all around me. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. My phone is fucking up. My mic sounds good, I hope. Or does it sound even more sexy if I go really close? Or is it just fucking creepy? I mean, I know I'm a creep. I'll admit it. I bet you a hundred bucks that Radiohead made that song, The Creep, all about me. Because I'm a fucking creep. I'm a fucking weirdo. But I ain't no Catholic priest. (laughs) I'm going to shit on them for the rest of my life. You know that? And uh, speaking of shitting on the Catholic priest, besides them doing it themselves, watch Louis C.K.'s bit on YouTube, man, about the Catholic Church. God damn is he great. And God damn do I wish that he would come back. Fucking miss Louis C.K. Comedy... Lost a lot without him. I hope he comes back. I hope Louis C.K.'s TV show comes back. Because if you haven't watched that, it's fucking amazing. Because he had 100% control of his own product. And now I think people say that they ask for the Louis C.K. treatment whenever they want to make a TV show or something. Because I think... Well, I'll get into it. Basically, he said that he will take the lowest budget that the studio will give them if he has 100% creative control. He'll just make his series, send it in, you publish it. He'll take whatever low money that you gave. And it fucking worked. And he was winning uh, Academy Awards. He made amazing, deep episodes. Just brilliant. And uh, then someone killed his career. But let's not get into that because I said my shit on that a thousand times. So um, let's end it on a high note. (laughs) Ah, If only I was high. But then again, now I'm back in Canada, so you know that option's there. Anyways, guys, thank you so much. This was another Some Dumb Gaijin with Some Dumb Gaijin JJ. Maybe the biggest, dumbest Gaijin there is. But you gotta love me. Alright, guys, thank you so much. See you next time. Peace, peace.